to be an unsuccessful rapper. I'm your host, Genesis Rajon, and this episode is, is quite fitting. Um, it's one that I was going to do a little bit later down the line, but due to circumstances of things that happened recently, I was like, nah, this is the this is definitely the time to do it. So today's episode is about finding your voice, um, literally and figuratively. How do you find your voice as a rapper? Um, I put up a post a little while before I um, before I, before before I did this and asked you for some questions. Like, were there any questions pertaining with with the subject? And we did have a question, and I'm going to read it out. If I can find it. Got it. This is from my guy Fumo. He says, Morning Jen. Hope you're all good, big man. Um, thought I'd drop you a question for the for the pod, which I'm loving. Have to say actually, big up everyone who's been um just hitting me up, telling me how much they enjoy the podcast. I did not think it would be this like received this well. It's been crazy. So yeah, big up, big up, big up. So I carry on with the question. Um, he said, <laughs> he said, I've written a long narrative below. Feel free to cut it up um, down to a quick question. But he says, I started writing in my early teens around 2000, 2001 and recording tracks from about 02 and 03, just like as a hobbyist. Um, then after the first lockdown, decided, yo, I want to do this properly. So he's got an album coming out, heavy, big stuff. Said, however... During this process, I've realised I've always overemphasised on penmanship and I've ignored the importance of developing vocal performance, which is now, get, you know what I mean, getting there. But listening back to the demos, it always sounds as if it's flat, lacking personality, regardless of how hard I thought I spit. This is so relatable, flipping hell. We're going to get into this. All right, cool. So that's the question, basically. Um... I can relate to this so much. Almost every single rapper that has ever rapped knows what it feels like when you go into the booth and go crazy. You give it everything. You're screaming now on the mic and you come out and you press you press play and it's just like... You're like, wait, what? I was going in. Like, how the hell is 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 my personality not coming through? as I speak and yeah it's um it's one of them things that we all we all deal with man um I think even like my journey finding finding my voice was quite a long one I would say I think we all start off hating the sound of our voice a lot of us do anyway I remember the first time um hearing a recording of my voice as a kid and being like wait that's what I sound like. I sound like an annoying little prick. And nothing's really changed. I think where, where what's changed now is I've learned how to control my voice a little bit more. And I've learned how to kind of eliminate the parts of my voice that I don't like. So one thing I don't like is I talk like in normal life, I talk way too fast. There's no reason... For me to be talking like it's a podcast and I click the times two button. Like there's no reason for me to be talking as fast as I talk. Also, my voice is nowhere near as deep as I want it to be. 
So those are two things that when I, when it comes to recording, I can control. Um, and and for the most part in daily conversation, unless I get really excited, and then it all goes out the window. But yeah, that that's kind of how it how it started for me, not liking my voice. Um, but I, I guess as as a rapper, it's slightly different because what I find is when you rap, a lot of times you're listening to other rappers to to get your point of reference to how you should sound on a mic. So my my point of reference or the first the first rappers I listened to would have been like Big Daddy Kane. Um Ice Cube was a massive influence. So Ice Cube has a very he shouts a lot, isn't it? He? He's not he's not a chilled rapper. It's it's quite aggressive. So when I started rapping, that was really the style that I was going going with and plus the kind of music I was making. So I was shouting a lot. Um, so there was a certain tone, a certain sound. And if you listen to like my old music, so you listen to like Deppen Road, I can't listen to it because it's just too cringy. It sounds like a little kid screaming his head off. Um but you can tell that as far as, yeah, you've got bars and stuff, but as far as controlling your voice and <clears throat> really using your voice efficiently, I, I didn't know what I was doing, man. Like I, I, hadn't, I didn't have that down. Um, so how I, how I found my voice really was kind of trial and error. Um... A lot of times, one of the things that really helped me was when I started recording myself. So when I started recording myself, I was able to kind of figure out like, oh, there's certain things that make me rap in in a different way. Really simple, practical things. So if the music is too loud and you can't really hear your voice, what happens is you start shouting to hear yourself over the music. And the more you shout, the higher your voice gets. Now when I record, I have the music quite low and my vocals quite high so I can hear myself. So even if I'm talking, this is pretty much the volume that I'm talking to you now is the volume that I rap at most of the time. At least it starts out that way anyway, depending on what kind of song I'm making. Um, and really, it, it it comes down to you how you want to sound, like how you want to sound on on a track. Um, there was a, a time where I was very like growly more. So again, when I get excited or when I'm shouting, my voice goes all growly. What happened actually when the start of that, I went on tour, one of my first tours and we did 15 dates. And when I finished, my voice was literally gone. It was in shreds, but I still had to record. So when I recorded, got on a mic and it just sounded like, so if you listen to a lot of, um, I think Industrial Revolution, maybe. You kind of got that. That's when the growl comes. That's when the, oh, what? All that business. That's when that really came from. Because again, it was like, my voice was just wrecked. And I heard it and was like, oh, that sounds sick. Um, and then after that, kind of figuring out, you don't have to scream on every song. Um, and do, do you know what? The realisation of that actually came from... Um, 
a diss track. Somebody dissed me. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name, man. Um, can't remember the guy's name. But there was a, a, a guy who was dissing. He made a diss song about me. And one of the things he said on the diss song was, oh, all you do is shout over every every track. And I remember hearing that and going, oh, that's some good advice, man. Maybe I should switch it up a little bit. And then started messing about with kind of, how about we do some songs where we're not shouting? And really liked it. Again, figured out, yo, let's let's calm it down a little bit. Because what happens is I'm, I'm getting more control out of it. I'm getting more control over my voice. Um, Fumo's point about spitting, you know, you, you kind of giving everything and then coming back and listening and it not sounding, it's still sounding flat. Again, is just one of those things you kind of have to figure out how much energy you need to put into a bar for it to listen, for it to sound like that on the playback. A lot of times you're going, and it happens to me, happened to me today. I recorded a song today and was like, I swear I had more energy on it. And it, in your head, it sounds different as you're, as you're um, performing it. Um, and all of, the, all of this comes with experience, time behind the microphone. I, I literally, I've been recording music on mics for over 20 years, man. And every single time I do it, I still learn something. I'm still figuring out like, oh, wait, this is how to get that sound. Or yeah, I'm, you know what I mean? Finding, kind of, kind of just knowing how, how it's going to come out and what, how much energy I need to put in for it to sound a certain way. And it's, it's a beautiful process. I love it. Um, a lot of times it, it, it also comes down to figuring out um, how, how do you want to sound? There's, there's so many rappers out there that have different voices and different vocal ranges. A lot of times it, you, you kind of got to figure out like what, what is the sound I'm looking for? And some of us don't even ask that question. We just rap. But I feel, I feel like it's important. I feel like every single part of what you do, there should be a question to say, how can, I, how can this be better? How can I make this better? How can I make this? Is, it, is this the best way to do it? And that might change from track to track. There's certain songs where I'm shouting, certain songs where I'm chilling. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, even accent, man, even accent. So if you listen to my old music, yeah, it's so like South London accent strong. And again, it's not just my normal accent. It's it's also kind of figuring out or me listening to other rappers around me and going, oh, that's the sound and kind of pushing that a little bit more. Whereas when you listen to a lot of my newer music, I'm really trying to bring it to how do I speak on a day-to-day regular basis? Like what's the, you know what I mean? The normal, how can I get my voice sounding as normal as possible where, but still putting, uh, still adding that theatrical element to it to the point where I'm getting getting that emotion across it in what I'm saying. So it's it's almost night and day when you listen to the stuff I make now to the stuff I do or I did back in the day, and it's super funny because a lot of times when I do voiceover stuff, what they'll want they'll want perceived. Um, Annunciation, right? Pronunciation and enunciation. So they want everything to sound super posh. And I'll be thinking I'm sounding super posh doing these voiceovers. And they're like, yeah, bro, you sound a little bit too London, man. You got to like, and I'm like, flipping, oh, like, 
I, I, I thought I was doing, I thought I was speaking the king's tongue and nah, it, 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 it don't sound like that. So again, it's like to your ear, it's going to sound different. I had a really cool um, experience in one of my voiceovers the other day. So I'm doing a voiceover. They want me to sound really, really posh, right? As posh as I can possibly be. So I'm doing it. And one of the words was future. So I'm saying future, like, as I say, future normally. And a guy who is not English, English isn't his first language. He was like, nah, you're, you're saying it wrong. And I'm thinking to myself, how do you know what I'm saying wrong when I speak this language every day and you don't? And then he was like, he, he explained something to me about the pronunciation of how it should sound on, you know what I mean? Like super, super posh and it's future. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, okay, I get you. Because like, we're so used to hearing how we speak. We a lot, of our, a lot of times we don't even speak correct English. We just talk how we talk in it. But other people from other countries, they're getting to learn the language from how it's really supposed to be pronounced. And it sounds different. And um, it, was just, it was just cool. I was like, oh, I was like, right, yeah. I was, I was like, I do, I do not speak that way. I've never spoken that way. And I've been here all my life. But you know what I mean? If that's what you don't want, you lot got the big bucks. I say, I say it. However you want me to say it, man, I'm going to do it. Um, but even with doing a lot of voiceover stuff, that's really helped me in in rap because, again, it's kind of taught me to how how do you control your voice? How do you pronounce certain words? How do you make it clearer? Is clarity even a thing that you're after? I I spent years trying to make sure that everything was super clear and you could pronounce every single word and you listen to certain artists like Drake you will never hear Drake mispronounce a word every single word and syllable is 100% clear but then you listen to a rapper like Future and or Young Fug you know what's being said so again it kind of allowed me to go you know what it doesn't like everything doesn't have to be squeaky clean man things can have um, some of the edges kind of rubbed off um so yeah, so like on a, on a practical side of things, a lot of it comes down to like levels, man. Is the music too loud? Is the mic too loud? Like, you, you, how do you like it? How do you like it sounding? Once you figure that out, it it becomes it becomes a, it's trial and error, but it becomes a lot easier. Um, I feel like once you've once you've mastered that side of things, recording there's almost a whole other world you have to then master. That's the live performance. Because even if you master the recording, you have it sounding the way you want it to sound, can you re- re- can you repeat that in a live environment where the variables are, are different? So you, you, you may not be able to hear yourself. You may not be able to hear the music properly. The music might be too loud. The mic might be too loud. All that kind of stuff. So then that changes everything. I did a show um, uh, recently and I was performing my my single Undeniable and one of um, my friends, Sav, after the show, she was like, yo, um, yeah, man, really good performance. But you're a bit shouty. She's like, like, you're you're screaming, you're you're screaming your lyrics. And I was like, yeah, you, you, you're you probably right. 
because I couldn't hear myself. So you're just shout, you're trying to shout over the crowd and over the music. And what happens is out of the front of house speakers, it doesn't sound how it sounds when you're recording it. So then I have to start thinking when it comes to live shows and I'm, I'll do a whole episode on live shows in a different, in a different time, but this is just the, the performance side of things. When it comes to live shows, a sound check becomes important, but not only that, you really got to train yourself to stay in, stay in the pocket, stay in the, the tone that you recorded the song in. So, and, and this is really hard because I would say 98% of rappers do not do this. So they'll have a song where they're just mad chill and then you see them on stage and they're screaming the lyrics. I am the number one culprit of that. Um, but most rappers do it as well because again, on stage is so different. The sound dynamics are so different. You're you're really trying to hear yourself. One of the One of the ways you can combat that is again, making sure you do your sound check making sure you're you're real cool with the cool with the sound guy again when I do the live one we'll go into that more but yeah that when you when you enter the room the first thing you the first person you should be looking for who's in charge of the sound go up to him right mate I'm about to do my sound check later how are you what's your name cool Steve nice to meet you mate um yeah this is this this is the issues that I have sometimes this is what I'm kind of going to be doing if you can kind of help me out, point me in the right direction, make sure that I can always hear myself, we should be fine. Once you have that conversation, do your sound check, make sure that you can hear yourself through the monitors. That's going to be half the battle. Another way, which is the way the professionals do it, is the in-ear monitors. The in-ear monitors are a game changer because what you're hearing is blocking out all the outside noise and you're just hearing yourself. So you can literally have that energy of you know what I mean wrapping your wrapping your bars at the level that you speak at then it's a sound man's voice it's at the sound man's job to make sure that your voice is heard throughout the building this then comes with some other issues because then what happens is if you're rapping in a in a in a, a low voice or a talking voice or not you know what I mean you're not screaming the place down how do you then also bring that energy when you're running and jumping around the stage so again, it's it's measured. You got to figure that out. But that's your that's that's your um, it's your job to figure that part out. So yeah, good luck with that, man. But I think um, when you one one of the things that was told to me years ago by um, our, our good friend friend of the show Kalashnikov, he was like, if you listen to all the best rappers, they rap in their talking voice. And I was like, yeah, now nah, you're right. So like for the most part, you know what I mean? Uh, Jay-Z, um, I can't think of any others right now. Actually, I can't. Nah, Method Man. Like they don't, they just rap how they talk, innit? Black Thought. Who else you want to go with? El Sweatshirt. It, it, it's very rare, yeah, that you have a rapper with a really novelty voice that makes it, very far because what happens is after a while it becomes annoying so people used to hate a lot of people hate Eminem just because of his voice Eminem doesn't rap how he talks he has different accents and da 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 I, I used to love it um, Busta Rhymes Busta Rhymes 
he he goes up and down with it, but with Buster Rhymes, he's a very shouty rapper. Meat Mill, Meat Mill raps like the mics in the other room, a very shouty rapper. And sometimes it becomes a little hard on the ear to 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 really listen to. Whereas uh, a rapper who's really just using his talking voice, a lot of times it, it's it's quite soothing to the ear. So again, man, it's really figuring out what kind of rapper do you want to be and can you carry off the the novelty way of of rapping um and like shouting on stage does not it doesn't sound good man it's good for vibes like you know what i mean sometimes you got to shout all right you know what i mean you got to shout on stage but number one it hurts your voice it's not good for your voice and you it doesn't you can't hear the lyrics as clearly like it's yeah it's not it's not great but I'm I'm probably the worst person to speak to you about not shouting on stage because that's pretty much all I do and that's pretty much all I've ever done is shout on stage. It's only recently that I've kind of figured out, right, the stage show is important and it has to be treated like something separate than the music. It, it's a whole other creative endeavour that we will get into in another podcast. Um, but that's really just like the, the the practical side of things about finding your actual voice. There's another side to this as well. What are you saying? That's also part of finding your voice. Who are you? Like, what's the narrative around you as an artist? that might be even more important than the practical voice for a lot of people. A lot of people really care about what rappers say, what artists say. And this isn't, this, this part isn't even just to, to rappers, man. This is whatever you do creatively. What are you trying to say? When we paint, um, the way we dress, everything, man, it's, it's sort of statement, isn't it? So, going back to the rap thing, like who who are you as a rapper? What's the story? When you step on stage, what are you going to say? Like if I listen to Mob Deep, I know what they're going to say. They're going to tell me in all the different ways that they could possibly kill me. Like that's just, that's what I listen to Mob Deep for. You know what I mean? Um, if I listen to Kendrick Lamar, he's going to, bar me to death with things that he thinks are clever. That's the style of rapper he is. Um, Jay-Z's going to tell me how much money he has, how he got his money and how he's going to get more. He's a hustler. That's always been his message. So your job is really finding, as, as a rapper, finding like, what's, what's, what do you stand for? What do you say? The very first single I ever put out was Jobless. And if you listen to Jobless, um, two things will stand out. Number one, actually three things. Number one, you'll be like, oh my God, why is his voice so high? And why is he screaming? Number two, you'll be like, how is Kalashnikov so much better than this guy? And number three, you'll be like, damn, he's still saying the same stuff 20 years later. Like, I'm still pretty much just saying the same thing I said on there. There's a, there's a theme that runs through what what I 
what I do and what I what I present. And even though there's been a lot of growth with it um, throughout those 20 years, obviously I'm not still the same person I was 20 years ago. But the, the voice, the the what's being said, is really, it's really the same person, man. Because that's just who I am. So part of finding your voice is really drilling down who you are and who you are is allowed to change please don't don't think oh once i've you know what i mean you're you're not putting your a line in the sand and now you can never change who you are as a as a person no please change please change going back to eminem the one of the reasons i don't listen to eminem anymore is because i don't feel like he's really changed enough um i would love to hear an eminem album from a almost 50 year old millionaire who's but breaking down like his struggles with 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 life in a, in a serious in a in a more serious way, like I, I just don't I don't feel like he he does that. Not for me. Maybe he does, but just not for me. In a way that I want to hear it. There's not enough growth. You listen to you listen to Jay Z. You listen to Reasonable Doubt, and then you listen to Four Forty Four. It's the same guy, man. He was in reasonable doubt. He was telling you where he was going to go. And in 444, he's telling you, he's like, yeah, I made it. And this is where I'm going next. So again, it's that consistency, um, that consistent voice, that consistent message, which I feel is really important if you're trying to build yourself as a, as a brand, which is what rappers, rappers are. You're a character. Um, and one of the things that the, the, that people want is is something is a, is a journey that we can follow. We want to be able to follow your story. So please tell us, tell us what your story is, so we can get involved in it and figure out. You know what I mean? Get 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 emotionally attached to that story. That's the one of the beauties and the things that we do. Like as a as a rapper, you're so privileged because. A lot of people don't even get to express themselves in, in any way. Like people work, they they provide for their family, all good, then they die and there's no record of what they did. They got some photos and some Instagram posts, but it's like, what did you do though, man? And when you're creative, you have an opportunity to tell people what you did, why you did it, how you did it, did it work? Are you going to do it again? Like, so many ways you can go with it. So, use that. Use that voice. Find your voice, then use your voice. But yeah, that's pretty much where I wanted to go with it on this episode. Um, I do want to reiterate, I'm really grateful for all the messages. Um... The numbers for this podcast are pretty crazy. I like there's no way I thought it was gonna do as well as it is doing or has done. Um I'm having people message me all the time telling me that they're really finding value in what's being said and they they're sending it to other people and they're finding value in it. And I I really can't ask for any more than that. Um so yeah, please. You 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 know you know my socials at Genesis Elijah. If you have any questions, please hit me up. Ask me questions. If I can answer them, I, I will. 
And yeah, man, that's that's um that's that on that. Um we're gonna do a little a little a little bonus a little bonus part. Um <laughs> so earlier this week there was an incident. Um I put a I put a message or a, a comment on an I'm just bait uh post and then I'm just bait, um well the guy who runs I'm just bait and he then tried to he, he he tried to clap back at me and it didn't I don't know, maybe he thought it worked. I it, it definitely didn't hurt me in any way. But he was saying, you know, um let me give you some context. The post was somebody freestyling. I put up a comment saying, you don't will gas anything, man. Like, and the reason I said that is because the, he was, the, the, the comment underneath the post was, oh my God, so many bars went over my head. It was crazy. And I was just like, it wasn't crazy, man. It was, it was all right. It was cool. It was like, no, nothing crazy. It's just, it's just cool. If he had posted it and be like, yeah, check this freestyle, I wouldn't have said anything. But I was just, I mean, I was on one that day. And, um, he was like, oh, this guy's 41 years old in the comments. Like, um, you're you're getting you're getting more likes on this than you do you have you're getting monthly views. Um, you should start a podcast, like quit the rapping. And I just said, Yeah, I I have a podcast, man. Go check it out. <laughs> and people did. And yeah, I'm 41. And about my monthly, my monthly listeners, me and you both know that's a lie. So as long as you're lying, I'm never gonna get like upset or it's it's never gonna offend me if you tell me that I don't have things. But one of the things I kind of observed is like people just jumping in, piling on top, trying to again discredit me. And it was it was a cool experience, man, because what happened was, yeah, so you'd have no one ever comes back. So someone will say something. So I had one guy who was like, Yeah, bro, you should quit. And I checked him out and I was like, Right, you're, he, he was he was a um, he was a rapper as well, and I was like, you're, he's a pretty good rapper actually, man. But I was like, bro, you have um, you have one monthly listener on Spotify. I have I have over eighty thousand. Who should quit more? Like, why would I quit? I'm doing all right. You you're you're not. I'm like, bro, listen to the podcast, man. I can help you out. And again, there was no there was no comeback after that. And it was there was a lot of that, and there was a lot of. Nah, bro, he's better than you. Where's your music? And then me saying, it's on my page, go check it out. And then them saying, oh, oh actually, nah, oh, nah, you're cold still. I'm like, yeah, no, I know. Like, I really do this. Like, I'm not just saying things because, to, like, it's not hate, man. It's not hate. Do you know, like, there was, there are so many people who don't like my music. It's not hate. They just don't like my music. There are people that are like, nah, Jen, you, nah, you're shit. And that is cool. That's totally okay for you to think that I'm shit. But you won't discredit me because it's like, there's way more people that do like what I do. I've had a really good career. So even if you don't like it, it doesn't really matter because other people do and I do it for them, not you. And then I have people saying, oh, I've never heard of you. Okay, that's cool. I've never heard of you. Like, you're not the center of the universe. I've been um, studying art recently and there's like all these new painters I've never heard of. But they're, they're world famous painters. Imagine me going to them. 
Oi, oi, Cavaggio, I've never heard of you. Right, okay. Like, it, 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 it means nothing. I'm not the centre of the universe. Neither are any, like, neither is anybody else. So the idea that because you haven't heard of somebody, they're not good. That's just not how art works. A lot of people hit me up. Bro, you've only got 8,000 um, Instagram followers. Okay, I don't make Instagram followers. I make music. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, this is just again, the arguments. They don't. They they don't hold any weight. They're just amusing and funny to me. Um, but long story short, man, I got. I think my engagement went up by nine hundred percent over the two over two days, and I think I gained almost. To like almost 300 followers on Instagram a whole bunch of new supporters the streams went crazy and yeah man it just shows you like chasing clout works apparently but yeah that was that was my eventful couple of days a lot of people saw it like I've been outside today and um <laughs> like a couple of kids were like yo bro we saw you getting violated I'm just bait and I was like, yeah, that's nah, cool. It's all good. And they were like, yeah, but that guy, the freestyle, it was shit anyway. I'm like, nah, it wasn't, man. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad freestyle. It just wasn't, like, you know what I mean? It just was what it was. But it, the game is so, it's just, I don't know, kind of fickle. But um, yeah, man, that's that on that again. And uh, we'll be back. I'll be back next week because we missed out a week. Um, where I had no voice and literally couldn't speak. So I owe you one and I'm going to get you on that. So until next time, stay blessed. And remember, no one else can define your success but you. And success doesn't define you, you define success. So until you find and define yourself, you can never find success. <laughs> <laughs>